I've been practicing medicine for over 25 years and I've seen it. The world is hurting, people are sick, and even with our greatest scientific discoveries and technological breakthroughs, trends in health are not getting better. We weren't designed for this. This world as we know it, it's not our home. But there is a remedy. Our Creator designed us to be resilient creatures, and He's given us clues in the scriptures that have dramatic implication for our lives today. Let's talk about biblical prescriptions. Let's take a serious look at living as God intended. Are you ready? Let's get well and let's go home. Welcome to another edition of the Biblical Prescriptions for Life podcast. I'm your host, Nick Evanson, here with Dr. James Markham, author of the seven-week Bible study program, Biblical Prescriptions for Life. And on today's program, Dr. Markham is going to share with us about the risks of anemia, the causes, and also what we can do about it. Dr. Markham, welcome, and thanks for joining us. My pleasure, Nick. And um, I like to talk about specific medical issues because sometimes, you know, these words are tossed around in a hospital or doctor's office, and people don't really understand them. And I want to give a sort Mm -hmm. of a basic understanding to everyone out there that might be watching. Um, And also, you know, if you go to, you know, these big sources on the internet, sometimes there's too many words, you know, there's a lot to filter through. What are the basics? What Mm -hmm. is it? You know, what's going on with this? So with that, let's talk about anemia. And I want to see sort of quiz you about what you know about anemia. So I know where to start. Do you know what anemia is? Because I, I know that you're, you know, that's not, healthcare is not necessarily your background. That's right. You're that's learning not, a lot. Not my wheelhouse, but I learn a little every day. So do you know what anemia is? So I studied up on it a little okay, bit today. Okay, you know. And what I recall is it's a lack of red blood cells. Is that's that correct? correct. That right. is really correct. So let's talk about what's in your blood real quick, because that's something that also I, yeah. I didn't know. So there's red blood cells and there's white blood cells, which I know are helpful for fighting infections. Mm-hmm. And then there's hemoglobin, mm-hmm. which is responsible for providing the capacity to transfer oxygen and CO2? Heme is iron, okay? Right. And it's the red blood cells move around in the body mm-hmm. and they carry oxygen to your cells. So when you breathe in, you know, you get oxygen from your lungs, it gets into the bl- blood and it goes to every cell in the body. Right. So if you don't have a lot of hemoglobin or red blood cells, um, you become anemic, okay? If you get anemic, you get, you can't, your cells can't get oxygen, to the body, this also doesn't, you know, all this is messed up. Um, and we hear this word anemia. And so so that's what it is. You can't get oxygen to your body, your cells don't have energy. How would a person feel with that? Yeah, what, well, are, remember, what are the symptoms? It's gonna affect every part of your body. One of the most common ones we see is fatigue, okay? okay. They might get pale. You know, you might pinch yourself and say, man, this person's failed. We look at people's nail beds sometimes. See how pink it is? Mm-hmm. Some people that, that have anemia, it's not pink. Is it the, blue? The, or? Right, they don't have that. We okay. look at their membranes. Their membranes might not be pink. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be sort of whitish because there's not blood flowing through the body. They might look pale. You know, you you look pale. Well, one of the causes of looking pale is anemia. A person might have no, not have very low energy because, you know, they don't have Mm -hmm. enough oxygen getting to their cells as well. Um, Another common symptom is, is, is the short of breath because you don't get oxygen to everyone. So, man, I can't breathe good. Um, But anyway, anemia really makes every organ work harder. 
let's say you have an 80 or 90% blockage in the body and you're compensating pretty well, but you become anemic, then you can't compensate, then you might have more chest pain and angina. Mm-hmm. It might lead to symptoms of heart failure. You know, so anemia affects everything in the body. When someone comes in with just global, I don't feel good, I'm fatigued, you know, I, I'm short of breath. We think of oxygen, affects every cell in the body. Mm-hmm. Blood sugar affects every cell in the body. Um, some of the big ticket items, thyroid hormones affect every cell in the body. So when people have everything wrong, those are some of the things we screen for. And a lot of people do have anemia, they don't make enough you know, blood cells in their body. Um, and we talked about the other things, we talked about the white blood cell counts. Well, the bone marrow is predominantly what makes these cells, the kidneys, kick in with this and also the nutrients you eat you know you need iron okay b12 folic acid many people have heard of iron deficiency anemia Mm -hmm. you don't have enough iron you can't you know make the cells b12 is needed folic acids needed all these are substances that are needed to make enough blood cells to throw through your body so some people get anemic because of deficiencies Um, some people get anemic because they're losing blood Okay, they might be bleeding somewhere. And one of the most common causes for us to lose little bits of blood at a time as the GI tract. Okay, right. And some people might look in, at their bowel movements and noticing that they're black. Well, that's a sign that you're losing, you know, heme comes out black, you know, okay. and it yeah. comes out black in the stool that you might be losing blood. So the so first thing anyone asks is, you know, what colors your bowel movements? If you say it's black and you feel poorly, the first thing I'm thinking about, this person's anemic. They might be bleeding from their bowel. We right. need to find out what's causing the bleeding, even if it's just a trickle. You know, mm-hmm. is it a polyp? Is it something more serious like a cancer? Is it an ulcer? Why are they bleeding? You know, yeah. of course, we all know about acute bleeding, you know, which you can see. Right. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's pretty obvious if you're, you know, have a sword and you're bleeding out. You right. Know, yeah. That that's very quickly. But most of the bleeding that we see that causes anemic is something that's been going on for a long time. Yeah. I was gonna say, if it's just a trickle. Yeah, it, would it take years? Well, or? It, could, it could. It could. If, it, if you're losing a small amount, it could take a long. Depending on how how fast you're losing it. Um, one of the things that I do is I put a lot of people on blood thinner sometimes, mm-hmm. and a little bit of bleeding becomes a lot of bleeding on a blood thinner. Right. And I can't tell you how many cases of cancer we've detected because of the blood thinners, mm-hmm. because they might be losing a trickle from a small cancer. Okay. Yeah. But then when on the blood thinner, they lose a lot. And then we say, wow, they're losing a lot of blood. They're anemic. Um, their stools are black. And we do a colonoscopy and we say, oh, they got a cancer. And sometimes we can find it at an early stage and resect it and help them quite a bit. Yeah. So, so, so those are some causes of, you know, you're not having the cells, you know, the nutrients that you need to make them, you're losing it. Sometimes the bone marrow doesn't make it. Okay, there can be diseases of the bones, like um, usually the cancer types of illnesses, like a multiple myeloma can cause anemia, myelodysplasia can cause anemia, different types of leukemia can affect the blood cell counts, um, different medicines that hurt the bone marrow, like chemotherapy can actually hurt the bone marrow so the cells don't make it. Certain diseases that hurt the kidneys, the kidneys make a chemical called erythropoietin, which helps make red blood cells. That can be diminished. Certain chronic diseases that people have, you know, terrible infections, they're sick all the time, that sort of causes the bone marrow and parts of the body not to produce as much. So there can be many causes. So when a person comes in with fatigue and tiredness and short of breath and maybe looking pale, 
we say, well, let's check the blood count and we can easily mm-hmm. check on the blood count and see if they're anemic. We look at the count and if it's 13 or 14 on the hemoglobin, heme, iron, globin, if it's really good like that, we say, well, you're, you're, if you're anemic, it's, it's not a big problem. And then we say, well, while it is low, and then, then we say, well, then the next thing is, well, why is it low? You know, are you B12, iron deficient? Um, is the bone marrow not working? Is the kidneys not working? Have you taken a toxin in? Um, are you, might be losing a little blood. Um, sometimes the blood counts are so low that until we don't have time to wait to, to find out why. We said, we gotta boost the blood counts right now because mm-hmm. th- there's a big problem here. They might be in heart failure, they might not be breathing well, they might be having a symptom. In that case, we can give a blood transfusion, okay? Okay, yeah. And, and a blood transfusion will help a person get better. Um, I saw a patient the other day that had a condition called hemolytic anemia. And in this case, there was something the body was doing, you know, it was making a response to something in the environment that was actually having the, the immune system destroy blood cells, mm. you know? And it's dangerous because they get anemic because of the body attacking itself. Yeah. Um, and, and one of the patients I saw had the body attacking one of the lines of the blood called the platelets. And the platelets got very, very low, so low that they would be spontaneously bleeding. It affected me a great deal because as a cardiologist, we like to give a lot of blood thinners. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't give a lot of blood thinners safely to someone that's anemic or someone that has low platelets, things right. of that nature. Yeah. You have to really get to the bottom of that. And the specialist that specializes in these anemias are usually called heme, heme blood hematologist. Mm. So they specialize in that. They also need the services of, of um, GI doctors to look to see if there's bleeding inside the organs. Um, so they off, often have them help them find out the causes of anemia. Internists are the ones that sort of usually begin the evaluation of anemia. But anemia is fairly common um, in our society now. And I'll tell you, a lot of times, Nick, it's because it's, it's people just don't, aren't eating a good diet. You know, really? with, with iron, folic acid, B12. Sometimes the, the gut gets messed up and can't absorb the nutrients that we need. So anemia can be caused by a host of causes. Um, it can be evaluated in many different ways. But if you're feeling tired, run down, unusually short of breath, feeling pale, those type of symptoms, you know, your doctor will usually... Ch- check your blood and he'll get a good feel for your blood counts. Now in the old days, let me see your hand. Mm-hmm. I would just look here and see what we call that capillary refill. See how well you fill up with blood there? You know, yeah, you can you can press it and it fills up with blood real quick and it doesn't stay pale. Right. Yeah. Well, well, if I did this and it didn't do that, you might say, "Well, oh, man, you're very pale. I don't feel good. You look anemic." Right. Yeah. So I'd verify that with the blood test, and then I'd ask a bunch of questions: How's your diet? Do you have any other diseases? Mm-hmm. Are you losing blood? Have you had an accident recently? Um, you know, are you on any new medicines that might stimulate an immune reaction? You know, have you had anything new placed in your body? Sometimes um, heart valves and things foreign could could trigger the immune system. So anemia is, is a word that we don't need to be scared of the basics are for whatever reason you're not making enough blood cells that carry oxygen to the body this is not good once you have it you need to find out why and your doctor can do some tests and figure out why and if you can understand the reason why you don't have to live with it hopefully forever yeah now you started to give us some some practical stuff there and i want to go back yeah. just a second let's say we have some folks at home that maybe feel fatigued a lot they're just kind of tired mm-hmm. and maybe they think well maybe they're getting a little bit older and they're just losing their energy 
How do you know when to go get it checked well, at the doctor's that, office? That, that's a good question. Um, one of the things is if you're having shortness of breath, that's usually pretty significant. So okay. that's one thing. Sometimes if you get up real quick and you get dizziness, that could be a sign that you have less volume in your blood to pump to your head. Mm -hmm. That could be a sign anemic. If your heart rate is unusually fast, See, it's trying to compensate for low blood counts. Mm -hmm. And Nick, that's one of the ways I can tell how sick someone is almost immediately, is when they come into the office, they say, man, I don't feel good. I'm short of breath or whatever. I wanna check their heartbeat. Because when you're sick, the body tries to compensate. It makes adrenaline. Mm -hmm. It tries to get more blood around. You're gonna get a tachycardia. If you're sick with an infection, your heart's gonna go fast. Uh, when my kids were little, and I wanted to know whether, are they little sick or big sick? You know, and they, they have a fever or whatever. Well, I take their pulse. Mm -hmm. And if their pulse was running 150, 160, they're pretty sick. Yeah. My wife had Just pneumonia. Just resting, yeah. you're saying, right? My wife had pneumonia once. Um, this was about 10, 11 years ago. And at first she was a little bit sick and bronchitis. And you know you know how husbands are, I don't pay attention too much. I checked her heart rate, it was in the 80s. I'm not too worried about her. Right. Um, about um, two days later, she's still coughing up stuff, really not looking very good, sort of looking very pale. I check her heart rate, it's in 120, 130. Mm. And I said, Sonia, you're pretty sick, you need to see somebody. So yeah. I get her to go in the emergency room, big pneumonia, okay? She mm -hmm. was septic, her body was going fast to try to compensate. Right. So that's a good helpful thing. If you're, if you're feeling short of breath, if you're getting dizzy when you get up and your heart's getting fast, that's pretty serious. That needs help right away. Those are things you need to look into. Yeah. Now, if you're just a little bit tired and those things aren't happening, maybe it could wait a little while because some of the most common causes of fatigue is something that that's pretty simple, just not drinking enough water. Yeah. That's the number one cause of daytime fatigue in America. Mm. Another cause of fatigue might be just not getting enough rest. You know, that could be, those are fairly simple things. Yeah, but if, exactly. if, if, so, if it's something beyond that, I mean, you wanna see your doctor, get a complete physical, and usually he can ask you some questions, examine you, just right. look at you and tell, tell, you know, after doing this for nearly 30 years, Nick, I can just look at someone and say whether they're acutely ill or chronically ill. Sure. Yeah. yeah I can look at you right now and I say, listen, this guy's not sick. You might not <laughs> feel well, right. but I don't yeah. have to get all the answers right now because you look pretty healthy. You know, yeah. you look like your heart's not going fast. Your color's pretty good. You know, those type of things. And, and that's why sometimes it takes an experienced provider to evaluate you because sometimes you just don't know yourself. You can feel, you can feel pretty bad and not be very sick. And likewise, you cannot feel bad at all and be pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, so if you're ever in doubt, see your doctor, go to the emergency room, get some help. Um, and like I said, you can go to our website. I'd be happy to help steer people in the right direction. Yeah, and if you have a question on that, you can go to biblicalprescriptions.com forward slash podcast and uh, then scroll down. I think it's at the bottom of the page and you can submit your question there and we'll uh, get back to you on another podcast. Um, I want to talk about one more thing here. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned deficiencies, uh, B12, iron, and folic, folic acid. acid. Another one. Are there any uh, any particular nutrition plans or diets that that tend to run low on these things? Well, or? well, it could. And the people that tend to get there's some inherited forms of anemia where they don't absorb it well. They're missing a chemical called intrinsic factor. And though that's, those people usually have to take B12 in, they can get it in B12 deficiency, that's right. needed for the blood cells. Um, and they can either get it through the nose or they can inject it. Some people that eat a real strict vegan diet, okay, can run low on you know some of the B vitamins as well. They might mm -hmm. need replacements. 
Um, so the B vitamins, of course, folic acid comes in green foods. You get plenty of iron in green foods. You know, and most mm -hmm. people can absorb it well. Um, so that's usually not a big issue. But some people just eat processed food all the time. Mm -hmm. And people that eat processed foods and don't eat much at all might not get enough iron. Okay. And sometimes you can be iron deficiency anemia. So those folks need to eat their broccoli, huh? They need to eat their greens. You know, they <laughs> yeah. eat things that have iron in them. But it's a lot more rare now than used to be. So most people, you know, now some of the elderly, once they get old, they don't keep up with their nutrition. Sometimes we see them, they run iron deficiency anemia. Some people that are chronically bleeding, Nick, lose iron through their blood loss. Mm, so you yeah. can lose iron and then, then that makes, it's a sort of a double whammy. Not only are you losing it, but you're losing iron. So your iron stores are low. So you don't have enough iron in the body to make more blood cells. Mm -hmm. So sort of a double whammy on losing blood cells. So anemia is very common. It's a very common cause of illness, um, but it's something that modern medicine can identify and do something about. And there's lots of different options. You know, I guess the anemia that scares me the most are the two types of anemia. One is the one that's caused by medications, especially chemotherapy, mm -hmm. hurts the bone marrow, and different types of cancer that attack the bone marrow. Sometimes a person will come in anemic and will say, wow, you're anemic. Yeah, I felt bad, I don't feel good. We'll check their bowel movements, they're not losing blood, they're not having any deficiencies, they're not any toxins that would make me think they're having the body attack itself. And right. say, there must be something wrong with the bone marrow. Mm -hmm. And then we look into the bone marrow and find a cancer. Yeah. Um, we might find a cancer called lymphoma. Um, we might call, call, find a cancer called multiple myeloma. Um, we might find another type of cancer that's in there. So anemia can be a signal that a person has cancer, usually mm -hmm. affecting the bone marrow. Sometimes a cancer can be widespread and just cause illness all over, and the bone marrow just sort of turns itself off. Um, some people that have chronic kidney disease, we frequently see them anemic because they don't make that chemical called erythropoietin, which helps stimulate the production of red blood cells. So there's lots of different factors, but a good doctor is going to be able to sort of weed you through those one step at a time and give you the information that you don't have to be nervous about it and scared. Because I remember this text in, in 2 Timothy, it says, God did not create a spirit of fear. Right. You know, we yeah. don't, we don't, as long as we're walking with God, you know, we don't want to be fearful. We want to be, we don't want to not be concerned about things, but we don't have to be fearful. You know, God's ask him to take you to the people, you know, that will give you some answers to help you out. And that's what we try to do um, at HeartWise and through biblical prescriptions for life. We want to give people some answers, a place to go to let them know that there's hope. Um, and there's also medical care available. We can help steer them in a direction. Um, you know, we might say, you need to see your doctor now. You know, here's an article that might help you if it's about nutrition. Here's some websites that reliable that you can depend on. Um, we like to give people good information, but the most important information I like to give, and the more I, I do this, is I was in the office today, and a lady came to me, and she says, Dr. Markham, I've been diagnosed with, with, with colon cancer. She mm. had breast cancer, but she had now colon cancer, and it really spread throughout her body. Mm. And she was undergoing chemotherapy. And she had some heart issues in the past. And I was able to sit down and say, listen, you know, when you're in the presence of Christ, okay, that is healing. And, you know, and you think about the, the New Testament, all the miracles and all the healings. The healings, even the people that were raised from the dead, Nick, they eventually passed away. Yeah. And several right. times Christ had to 
um, opportunity to heal everyone. He says, no, I got to go somewhere else and preach the gospel. So healing was, was, was really the gospel message, you know, and that's coming into the presence of Christ. And when you walk with him every day, you're healed. It's just where, when, and how. And sometimes God uses illness to get our attention so we, we get closer to him. And I would rather be ill and sick and come close to him and have that relationship and permanent healing rather than to, 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 be, to not know him and, and be perfect or think we're perfect. Right. So, so in everything, in all the trials, whether they're health trials or mental trials or everything we come to, I was telling her, you know, as long as you stay with Christ, he's going to help you through this. He's going to help you lead about the treatments you need to give both the short term. And then you can have peace that no matter what happens, you're safe in that relationship. And that, and after I was able to talk to her, you know, it gave her, I could see it gave her a piece that she knew this, but she yeah. needed to hear it. Yeah. You know, she needed, she just needed that reinforcement that there's something more than this life. You know, Christ, God sees the big picture that sometimes we cannot see. You know, we can't see the beginning from the end. We have not always been. We don't know everything. In fact, we know very little about the body. We know very little about all these things. And that's why we have to have a savior. That's why we have to have a friend that knows much more than us, that can open our mind, that can give us this peace, that can give us an eternal perspective on healing. That's right. That's right. Anything else we need to know about anemia? No, I sort of got off on my soapbox there, got <laughs> off the right. anemia. But but this lady is going to have some challenges, and yeah. you might have some health challenges out there. But but focus on the big picture. That's right. You know, and the big picture is start with your relationship with Christ. Know that he he will take care of you. You can depend on him. He loves you. He wants to be here with you. He wants to save you. He wants to be part of your life. He wants you to help find the answer. And life's not always going to be easy. There's always going to be ups and downs. And it's not so much the challenges that we have, it's how we handle those challenges. Mm -hmm. And and for some people, you know, it's health challenges. For some people, it's relationship challenges. Some people might have a challenge of losing something that's valuable to them, like a bicycle. For some people, it might be having other issues. You know, I know some people that are very close to their pets, and when their pets are sick, they don't feel well. The mm. children. So there's all sorts of challenges, but we have a friend who wants to be part of every relationship, that we, every problem that we have. He That's wants right. to help us. That's right. Because in yeah. helping us, even if it's not always what we want, he knows what's best, mm. and we can depend on him. So if you have anemia, of course, get help for that. But also, plug into the, your, your mask designer and ask him to be part of part of the help and finding the solution and dealing with the health issues that you might have absolutely well thank you for sharing my problem I, you know anemia is something that I don't think about a whole lot but uh, I, I really appreciate the education as well as this perspective you give us on the big picture there yeah big picture very right. important well, hey, folks, we want you to enjoy the podcast again next week. We're going to be back with another uh, episode of the Biblical Prescriptions for Life podcast, but also stay in touch with us via our newsletter. Go to biblicalprescriptions.com uh, forward slash podcast, and you can sign up for our newsletter there and uh, become part of our email list. And we'll give you a monthly newsletter to give you more information about what's going on with biblical prescriptions and how you can further improve your health and your relationship with God. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll talk with you next week about getting well and going home. Thank you.